Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. In her culture, you don't clap after a heartfelt dinner, but you do <laughs> clap when the plane lands. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And yes, that is correct. Unfortunately, Czech people, for whatever reason, clap when the plane lands. <laughs> I don't ever want to be on a flight where there's a round of applause after we land. I mean, there is no need for it. You pay for a plane ticket, you are supposed to land. Yeah. Like, there, need, they, there doesn't need to be any clapping. If you're on a... If solely... If solely, I was Miracle just going to say that. Stop that. I would have <laughs> clapped if I was on this Stan- flight. I, Teresa, I'll do you one better. I would have done a, a standing O. Absolutely. I would have said, screw the seatbelt sign. Unlatch. Standing O for my man, Soli. I think at that point, you're just happier alive. So yeah. I would just start partying. Yeah. Um, but the whole, I don't even know if it's just check. Do your parents do this? I hope not. They better not. Well, we were on the plane with them when we were going to Amsterdam last year. I know, but I was giving them a look, and they they could read my <laughs> face, and they said, "Oh, he doesn't." Because I, I think your dad started a slow clap. No, he and, did not. And then I shot him a look, and he said, "Okay, <laughs> okay." No, my parents are not plane clappers. They know what's up. I but we were flying somewhere, and I do remember a slow, not a slow clap. I do remember a clap, and it wasn't flying to check. It was somewhere else within. Europe. Oh, it was going to Finland from Prague. That's what it was. Uh, that's bunch who of, it was. Yeah, a bunch of clappers. <laughs> you knew you knew who called Finland home and who was going on vacation by the, Exactly. By who was clapping. Well, true true story, right? I was flying to Czech a couple years ago when you were coming later. I'm in Newark on my layover, about to board, and I hear a lot of Czechs, right? I was like, Oh wow, a lot of Czechs are going home for the summer. We landed in Vienna. All the people I saw speaking Czech at the airport, they just went for it. Went they for just the- went for it, just clapped. <sighs> and I, was just, I just gave them a look. <laughs> Act like you've been here before. Yeah, it's like, why? why? It's the same thing like Czechs wear socks in sandals. That's a whole other bag of hammers. But it's like socks in those Birkenstocks, those type of sandals. Birkenstocks. Well, yeah, apparently. <laughs> I'm like, why people? Like, wear sneakers? Or wear sandals. Why do you combine the two? Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. Yeah. So we had we had some applause at the dinner table. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> but it's part of the culture, I believe, because they all were starting to clap for every good thought. Yeah. Every good every good scenario. They clapped. Yeah. They celebrated. Yeah. I'll take clapping at dinner over clapping on the plane. I mean, maybe after a, a nice happy birthday, you do a clap after a, maybe even a nice toast. Like I've applauded after toasts. I've been like, that was beautiful. I clap in meetings when something good is being said. Okay. 
It's a little disruptive. I just do a little clap. Like, a little disruptive. No, I, I don't do a loud. I do a silent clap. Oh. Like, <laughs> okay, that doesn't make any sense, but. Just like, well, I guess I still live in the world of COVID. I mean, Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm but con- when, we're, when we're talking about something positive. How do you do it just because I'm confused? I would like to move on, but I need I need to put this to bed. How do you do a silent clap? I'm on mute and I clap. Oh. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> Moving on. We're here to talk about 90 Day Fiance. What an episode. Th- these these couples are really finding their groove now. Oh, so, yeah. Some are going a little overboard, Jasmine. But others are really finding Ooh, their groove. Jasmine, Jasmine. Ooh. Classic Jasmine. But okay, we'll talk about Gino and Jasmine. We'll talk about Nick and Devin. We'll talk about all the couples in a minute. But before we do, real fast, a little business. We're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. We're over there talking about 90 Day the Other Way. It's quite the season, quite the couples, and we have a lot of thoughts. So if you want to hear those, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality, or Supercast, MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. Not only are we talking about the other way over there, it's ad-free, it's business-free, so you don't hear any of this. And on the Patreon, we got a little chat going on. I was just going to say to Jonathan, but you were on a roll. Say it. We have a chat going on, guys. So come <laughs> in, share your thoughts, share your pets, share whatever you want <laughs> with us. And it's fun because everyone can participate. Yeah, it's an open forum. No matter what level you join at from Friends with Benefits to Family Affair, you get access to the chat. Unfortunately, Supercast doesn't have a chat. So if you want to be part of the chat, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash reality. Or Supercast at MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. But no chat over there. Okay, so that's Patreon and Supercast. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram, at MarriedToRealityPod. You can chat with us over there, too. Yes, we love chat. I love chatting with you on Instagram. <laughs> How dare because you? I am the social media queen. I just kind of lurk in the background. Yeah, John is like a little lurker. <laughs> and he just comes to me, he's like... Oh, when you were talking to, to with our friend so and so, you dropped a typo. I'm like, why are you lurking in the background? But I get it. He wants to be part of the fun. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to have fun too over here, yeah, Theresa. And educate me. Look at you doing yeah, it all. It's a two for one. So that's Instagram <laughs> at Married Reality Pod. Check us out over there. Give us a follow. Also, make sure you're following wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Just look down at that podcast player and smash the follow button, guys. Smash it like it's as hard as the guinea pig mug minus Clayton. Okay. <laughs> I'll just take the Sh- guinea pig mug. Shout out to Zazzle. Yeah, so one, one of those shout red bubble. Ca- red ca- bubble. Shout out to Cafe Press. <laughs> yeah, all right. We're, we're a big fan of putting our face on things. Yes, minus Clayton. I love the guinea pigs. Give me a guinea pig mug. Okay. Or, you don't or, love, or, do you love guinea pigs? Or if you're Anna Lee. Put a guinea pig in a mug and... Put it in the microwave? No. Let me taste it. Ew. I Um, can't believe I said that. I'm fine with guinea pigs. Right? I've had two. You sure did. All right. So smash like it's as hot as that cafe press mug. And <laughs> last but not least, if you haven't left a review, you guys know we're suckers for a little love. If you leave us a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Do you have a review, Jonathan? Theresa, who do you think I am? Please. All right. Please read to me and all, right. all of us. All right. Here's a review from our friend Nowbar. Hello, Nowbar. Five stars. Love that. Titled, Love You Guys. Nowbar writes, 
Thank you so much for brightening my day. I work two jobs and barely ever get time to enjoy life anymore. But my bosses don't know that my safety earplugs, those are in quotes, my safety earplugs are in fact a Bluetooth headset. Sneaky. It was a no-brainer to subscribe to your Patreon. Thanks again for breathing energy into my everyday existence. I love this. I hope you're staying safe with your head- headset. Yeah, please now, Boris. Your, your sneaky headset. We don't want to get you in trouble. But I love the love. I love that we can brighten your day when you're working hard to job. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a real hustle. We are hustling. So thank you for supporting us and for your beautiful review. Yeah, stay safe out there. Be like now, Bar. Yes. Don't lie to your boss or get yourself in trouble or hurt yourself. But be like now, Bar, and leave a review if you haven't. If it's a five-star review and you write something, we're going to read it on this podcast so everyone can hear. Totally. All right. Amazing now, Bar. Thank you so much. We love that review. Thank you. All right. That is the business. What do you say before we talk about all the couples? We do a little 90-day by the way. Share what you've got because I saw you working on it. I was working hard. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I helped you a little bit. And thank you. You're welcome. And so did our friends. because always help. Because, by the way, number one, big thanks to Kathleen for calling in with this story. It turns out Rob the Knob is no stranger to reality TV. Ooh! Back in 2018, Rob graced the small screen on an episode of the Love Connection. Ooh, is it on Bravo? It's hosted by Andy Cohen. Yeah. So I don't know if it is or isn't, but it's hosted by our boy AC, not Anderson Cooper. But not, not air conditioner. Not a, that is my favorite <laughs> of the, all the ACs. Uh, but yes, Andy Cohen. And there's actually video proof of this. There's video evidence. And Mary Pants on Instagram shared a clip of Rob on the Love Connection. And here's a little bit about that episode. So he was 28 at the time. Yes. Not too long ago. It said his occupation at the time was a caterer. All right. And he ended up going out on a date with a woman named Tracy. Mm-hmm. Tracy liked what she saw. She scored Rob a nine based solely on looks. Really? And get this. This is my favorite part. For their date, they went to an arcade. Come on. <laughs> Rob loves the Dave and Buzz. He must have like a, a punch card. He's a frequent player. <laughs> he is a player. But yeah, they went to an arcade. And the funniest part was Tracy goes, the whole date was really just what Rob wanted to do. Like it was Classic. just a, it was just a date for Rob. All the things he wanted. Classic Rob. Yeah. Uh, no surprise. In the end, Tracy did not choose Rob the knob. Makes sense. I mean, who would? But... I feel like after watching this 90-day episode, he may need to go back on the love connection to find love because I don't know if it's going to work out with Sophie. Well, I have a fear that our girl Sophie is getting softer. Ooh. Yeah, well, hopefully not. And if she does soften, she's going to learn the hard way that she made the wrong decision because I don't think her and uh, Rob are a love connection. No. They are not. Rob is an idiot. Rob's a knob. I don't know who I dislike more, if Rob or Manuel. They both are such morons. <sighs> it's 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 hard. I have not disliked a 90 day this much in a while. I'll take it back. I disliked Statler. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you're going to love, by the way, number two then. All right. Let's make this a Rob heavy, by the way. Really? Okay. Rob is up in arms. This is, by the way, number two. Rob is up in arms, and you'll see what I did there in a second, about his mugshot making the rounds oh. on the internet. 
That's right. The what has That's he right. done? Uh, Rob was arrested when he was 17 years old. And here's why. Allegedly, he was driving his car while his friend was riding shotgun. And his friend thought it would be funny to shoot apartments with a BB gun. As oh, they, come on. As they drove by. So they drove by. They shot BB guns at apartments. His car was recognized, probably because it has a two-by-four propping the trunk open. And <laughs> he ended up getting arrested. So he went to court. End of the day, it was considered a misdemeanor. I'm sure the fact that he was 17 may have played a part in that. But here's the best part. Recently, like very recently, he filmed a selfie video saying he's bothered by the fact that people took the time to track down his mugshot and post it on the internet. And he can't believe people are taking the time to dig up dirt on 90 dayers. And it's like, I find it hilarious that people still go on these reality shows and think dirt's not going to come come out about that. I was going to say, bro, have you ever watched the show before you went on it? You are on it. Everyone will dig things. Their friends, some of our friends send us stuff even before it makes it out there. Yeah. People dig there's, and they find stuff. There's podcasts, there's YouTube channels, there's spinoff shows dedicated to 90 Day. Like people are interested in 90 Dayers and they're going to find dirt and they're going to put it out there. Oh yeah. And that's the reason this week's, by the way, is a two-parter on Rob the Knob. Because Rob yes, the Knob. we're going to find the dirt and we're going to put it out there for you, Robbie. Oh, yeah. I hope he listens to us and loves it. <laughs> okay. All right. Sunday night. Let's do it. 90 nice, Day nice, Fiance. Nice. The reason we're here. Season 10, episode 6. And let's just start with him. Rob the Knob is at home texting Sophie without an answer because he fucked up. But here comes his excuse. And I would love to reach inside of the TV and slap him. He says, well, it sounds like she she doesn't care no more. She's done with me. But like this whole thing was like 14 weeks ago. So you've been dating for over two years. How is this supposed to be an excuse? Well, and it gets worse because, well, his excuses, it was just like free porn from a random person I was talking to before Sophie's visa even got approved. So... You should be all in on someone that you're getting a visa for. If you're not, if you're entertaining other women on the internet, don't apply for a visa. You should be so focused on this person that you're bringing from another country, even more so than just your average girlfriend from the neighborhood. It's like you're investing a lot in this person. She's investing a lot in you. Don't you want to be all eyes on her? Not just like, eh, some free porn from a random person, which is actually not true, sir. You were sending videos, from what I understand, of of your knob to her. I'm going to say it again. He is not the sharpest tool in the box. But he is a tool. Not even close. And yes, he's a tool. He's a total moron, and he deserves to be left alone by Sophie, who now I'm questioning, too, because... She is thinking about giving him another chance. And I'm trying to figure out, does she really love him or does she want to stay in the U.S.? Well, here's what I'm wondering, because she did take off. She got this rental. She's giving Rob a hard time as she should. 
But is she being even harder on him? Because his defense is it's porn. Okay. I don't buy it, but yeah. Is she being even harder on him to give herself a chance to date a woman? Is she is she creating such a stir to buy herself some time and space to go date around and explore that part of her sexuality? Interesting. I don't think so because I think she's very hurt by him. And he's done this before. And she told him, one more time and we are over. And he's done it again. So she left and now she's thinking, well, maybe, maybe if I give him another chance, but he can also go and he can do it again. Well, here's what I always say. If you cheat on someone, you'll cheat on them again. Once a cheater, always a cheater on the person that you cheated on, right? Yeah, of if course. You, he did it twice. And he'll Same do it. Thing. And he'll do it again. So, oh, yeah. so Sophie's young, right? Yeah. She's, she's 23. We all make mistakes at that age. So she may think he'll change. But at the same time, you're right. Maybe she knows he's not going to. And maybe she's just staying around because she wants the green card and she wants to stay in the States. Which I don't understand because she lives in London. London's cool. Go back to London. You have your mom there. You guys are besties. Like, why would you want to stay in L.A., especially L.A.? I'm sorry. I don't love L.A., Come on. She can do so much better. It depends what she wants to do. America is the best for so many occupations. I agree, but so is London. No. So is England. No, 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 no. Not. It's definitely up there. But if, I don't know what she wants to do with her life, but if she wants to get into tech, well, I would say being around Silicon Valley is probably the place to be, right? It depends what you want to do with your life. I don't know if she went to college. I feel like that would have to be a journey she's about to embark on, which is fun. She's 23. She has time. But I don't think being with Rob is something that I don't think Rob would support her in her dreams of becoming something more. Um, I don't see him. I don't know. I, I think he subscribes to the idea of a power couple and he wants to be a part of a power couple. He referenced Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah, and so, that's why. And so I think whatever she needs to do to hold up her end of the power couple bargain, he would support. But you're right. I don't know if he's out there actively saying, go chase your dreams, do what you need to do. If we need to move to Silicon Valley, I'm making up this whole Silicon Valley thing. But if, if you need to move or go back to school or what, I don't know that he's like actively championing that, but I don't think he's going to hold her down from her dreams. Wait, didn't she say she's a makeup artist or something with makeup? A MUA? A what? An, an MUA. I forget who said that one who season. Who says that? Someone was a, a MUA, a Make, makeup artist. Uh, oh, yeah, I think I've heard it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think she does something with makeup and I guess LA is the place to be. Totally. Come on. Totally. Yeah. I hope she has some dreams beyond freaking Rob because he sucks. He's a nightmare. He is an absolute nightmare. If she's doing so much better off without him, we cut to where she's staying. This rental's a real step up. Well, I'm trying to figure it out. So she or he, they always talked about he comes, she comes from money. Grandpa's got money. Yeah. I'm wondering if she has a trust fund and mm. it's kind of like, well, I can do whatever I want. Interesting. But. but if you do have a trust fund and you can rent a place like this, well, 
why wouldn't you rent a bigger place for you and they're all? Oh, please don't. And maybe she's smart enough to know that I'm not going to use my trust fund money or money to support this guy who has cheated on me before. Well, I totally agree. I I want her to get on the plane and fly back to England. But why I said it is that she is unhappy with a certain thing. So it's not like she paying for everything, but maybe she can chime in a little bit and they can get a one bedroom in a safer place with a bathroom inside. Fair enough. And that's actually when I would dip into trust fund money if I had it, if it was safety first and she yeah. felt unsafe in this neighborhood didn't have a bathroom in the apartment had to go outside to pee in the middle of the night yeah that's that's reasonable to be like i'm gonna use some family money to to set us up a yeah. little better but hopefully she wouldn't use her money or her family money to just take care of rob he doesn't deserve that no he deserves nothing and her mom claire <laughs> has the same claire. feeling as we do savage Savage Claire. So Sophie's calling her, right, in her fancy rental and telling her what happened, right? And Claire is like, what? He's jobless. He's boring. Eh. He has no sympathy. Get him. And he talks to dirty skanks on social media. Just get him the plan and come back. <laughs> you got to finish the sentence. You got to, I'm going to print this. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get a promo code from Clayton and print this on a poster from Zazzle. He's jobless. He's boring. He, now he's talking to dirty, nasty skanks online to get his sausage to explode. <laughs> I, I missed the sausage, sausage thing. And no sympathy. Yeah. Which I was like, sympathy for what? Yeah. I guess for the whole her health issues. I would say so. She was trying to explain to him why she would not want to carry a baby. And what did he say? Did he uh, say something like, like so, like, you don't, like, like you don't want to? Are you lazy to do that? Didn't no, he's just like, what? he's like, what are you so scared of? Yes. Yeah. What am I on? We got over here banging your mash. <laughs> he is a moron with capital M. Yeah. Sophie's defense, and it's an understandable one, is you can't unlove someone that quickly. So I'm going to hear his side of the story. But I've seen the videos, I've seen the messages, and I can't be in a relationship if there's no trust. So she's speaking out of both ends of her ass right there. It's like, yeah, you don't trust him. So what is there to even hear him out on? I think I am with her. It's cheating. Talking to dirty skanks on social media, looking at dirty videos and sending them hey, on. She's not, whoever Rob's talking to is not necessarily a skank. That could be a single woman who's just taking videos of herself and sending it to a guy because she thinks, oh, there's a chance that I'm going to be in a relationship with him or he's sending me videos I'm going to send him. Don't call these women skanks. I'm these quoting Claire. Okay. All right. I'm just taking I'm taking the side of the woman Gee. here. I'm just, I'm just saying just because someone's putting sexual videos on the internet or sending them to a guy doesn't make them a skank. I'm not saying that. I'm literally quoting Claire. All right. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I... I Okay, so you, you brought up a point. Doesn't he have her on his social media? They seem like a social media type couples. Oh, totally. So if there is a girl who sees that he is another girl on social media and she still decides to send him her dirty videos. Well, that's why I well, don't... Well, then me. You said last week, oh, I think it was Instagram. I don't think it was. I thought she said I opened this one app and Yeah, boom. I think it's Instagram. I don't know. It could be. It very well could be, but it could be some other app that... I like mean, what? 
I don't you know. Think, you think Rob is that advanced that he's on some oh, special app? If he knows, if there's one guy who knows about special apps, it's Rob the Knob. Oh, it's Instagram. It could be. Yeah, I it believe. Could be, it could be Snapchat. Who it uses be, Snapchat nowadays? Do people still use Snapchat? The kids do. Really? Oh, the kids are on the Snap. I thought TikTok is a thing. It could have been TikTok. But to that point, there's so many other apps where you're not necessarily showing off your relationship. You're not showing off your relationship on Snapchat. You could be on TikTok, but you also could just be doing dances with Tori. Like there's things that you're doing on these apps that don't involve your significant other. And that could be the apps that he's getting also, these videos on. Who knows if Rob the Knob didn't slide into this girl's DM to say, hey. True. And that's all it takes. True. So, okay. Here's one relationship going down in flames. Let's move to the next. That is... In a tailspin. Let's talk about our boy Gino and our girl Jasmine up in cold in foggy Michigan. The time has come for Jasmine to meet Gino's family. And she, she wants she wants to make a good impression. She does, but she's like, I'm not in the mood. I will never be in the mood. She's like, I, I'm gonna play nice. Um, I'm gonna put on this this dress. I'm gonna cover myself up because they think I'm a gold digger. But I. I I don't buy that. I don't buy that they want to meet me and they want to get to know me. I don't understand that. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress appropriately. It's like she's dressing. I'm gonna dress business casual. If that business is being an escort, she was showing a lot, and she looks very good. So I'm not saying it in a bad way, but the the outfit she was wearing when everyone else, everyone else at this meeting looked like they were on pig royalty. When she showed up, <laughs> when she showed up wearing what she was wearing, I was saying, hey, you're still not fitting in. All right. Fashion the segment. The shoes were horrible. Just take them and throw them away. Not, not bocce approved. The dress was boring. So I guess that's what she was going for. It was a fine dress. Eh, it was, it was boring. A, it was a fine dress to go out for a date night for dinner with Gino. With different shoes. With different shoes. And pantyhose because it's fucking cold. She okay. wasn't wearing anything. And I was like, man, girl, I get it. You're used to Panama, but this is Michigan. This is cold as Michigan. And here's the other part of the equation is they're, they're driving to this restaurant. And Jasmine's like, well, we're going to go to a restaurant, but not, but not any restaurant. They have a bocce court. Okay. I hope you're excited. They have a bocce court. <laughs> well, then tell, tell Jasmine as she's getting dressed that, hey, you're going to be bending over. You're going to be playing bocce. You may be showing your ass. The rest Maybe of my, he did. The rest of my family is going to look like they're on oh, yeah. Tiger King. Like <laughs> she looks so out of place and it's on Gino to be like, hey, here's where we're going. Here's what we're doing. Dress appropriately. Unless he told her because here's why I think he told her. She's not wearing heels. She's wearing ugly booties. Interesting. Well, also, low, low. You don't often see her wearing low shoes. The weather was terrible. That's mm -hmm. another thing to take into equation. I just thought she would, again, she looked good. She always looks good. Yeah. But she was not dressed for the occasion. No, but I also think she still wanted to shine a little bit. Sure. It's but, not, she, she would shine in a paper bag next to cousin Dana. Well, don't get me started on Dana. Jasmine, she's like, the weather is cold and gloomy. Exactly how I feel. She's like, <laughs> and then she compares his family to an animal being nice to prey before before it attacks. Uh -huh. Yeah, they were very nice in the beginning. I thought, like, who are they? Who is this? 
And where's Uncle Marco? Okay, here's the thing. Everyone's nice at the beginning. Like she didn't do anything. She didn't do anything bad to them. All they know about Jasmine is from Gino. And so if they feel a certain way about Jasmine, it's because of Gino, whatever Gino says. Don't get me wrong. She does. He paid for a lot of stuff. She did use the wedding dress money for her butt. Like she did a lot of things that scream red flag or scream gold, gold digger. digger. Yeah. yeah. So true. But again, it's also on Gino. He it's- didn't have to say anything if he wanted his family to give her a fair shot. It's partly that, but it's also partly what she's putting on social media. The, the yeah. photos, how she's posing, what she's wearing. Again, nothing wrong with it. I follow her. I like it. But I could see how this is going to be interpreted as someone who's just looking for attention, someone who's self-absorbed and vapid and only cares about themselves. So you have to put some ownership on her for what she's putting out there. And that's also part of the reason why this small town Michigan family feels the way they do about her. Yes, they're just jealous. That's really, I think, they're they're jealous and they're horny. Dana's, well, Dana's Dana's wife was nice to her. She actually was was friendly. Yeah, Yeah, and she was pretty. Everyone else is like, damn, I wish I could do that. Yeah, so they meet. Dana gave a nice toast, love and peace and a hundred years. Tony, she's a Tony. They did all this hugging. I was like, all right, she's going to be Tony. Well, Tony's going to come back at her. Yeah. So they first played some bocce. Jasmine was a natural. Jasmine was actually very good at bocce. It's like my parents playing top golf. What the heck is going on? It's You know what? It, it's called beginner's luck for a reason. I guess. I don't know if we told our friends that when your parents were in town, we went to a top golf and I was a little nervous. I was like, "How should I do like an hour? Should I book two hours? Let's book two hours. We'll eat. We'll drink. But I thought for sure after 10 minutes of them swinging and missing that they were going to be like, let's go home. What are we doing here? They would never do that. But I was more nervous about them falling over. Falling off the, the second shelf of Top Yeah, Golf. I was like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. How are we going to get my dad out of it? And is it going to hold him? Well, let's not bury the lead here. I asked, have you guys ever played golf before? They'd never even swung a golf club. No. And they beat us. Yeah, <laughs> a big time. They beat you big time. Theresa came in last every single game. Well, because I'm not good at sports, okay? But, but you're the first game your dad was first, your mom was second, I was third. You yeah. Were second game, I was like, get it together, John. This is embarrassing. Well, you came to me like, I'm doing what your parents are doing. I'm just yeah. going to be swinging. I was swinging for the fences the first game because I was like, let me show you. Let me show your dad that you're in, you're in good hands. And I was just Ooh. really just bombing those balls to the back but missing all the targets. And then I watched your parents, and they were just kind of like chipping it, and it would go in every time somehow. So I was like, oh, that's all I'm going to I'm just going to chip it. And so I started to do that, and I came in first. All right, not bragging. And then Carol was second. And then your mom was third, and yeah. you were still last. Still last. I was far, far behind you guys. But beginner's luck, I think. I guess. It's definitely it's, a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I believe that. It's definitely a thing. So, okay. They finish the bocce, and Jasmine goes to talk to Dana's wife, Michelle. And she's, she's being real with her and saying things are not the easiest in Michigan. And I rely on Gino for everything, for money, for transportation. And Michelle seemed like she was being empathetic and understanding of Jasmine's plight and saying, give it time. Give it. But if you have issues, give me a call. Like I'm always here to talk. It was really nice. It, it was 
saying you're not alone Yeah. here. I'm here for you and I, I'm not going to judge you and we could be friends. Yeah. Well. G- Gino goes to talk to Dana and I don't know this other guy's name. What You said Tony. Tony. Or there, was yeah. still, there was a lot of guys. There was this one, I think it was Alexander or someone, like the nephew. He mm-hmm. had also an, he had an opinion too. Uh-huh. They all did. But Gino's like, yeah, so it hasn't been all roses. I gave I gave Jasmine quite a sum of money to buy a wedding dress. And here he goes. Like, I get it. You want to complain to someone, but don't complain to your family who's already judging Jasmine because you still want to be with her. So give her a fair shot. Misery loves company, and I feel like all these guys, Dana and Tony and whoever else, they're miserable too, and so... He's commiserating, but yeah, they're never going to forget that she took the wedding dress money and shoved it up her butt. Well, Dana says she's a good person, but she can't do this kind of stuff, Yeah, which I agree with. Yeah. She can. She needs to talk to Gino about it. Right? <laughs> Dana's like, this is a big red flag, bigger than the American flag I'm wearing as a shirt. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> well, before this whole interaction, Tony was like, um, I don't know what it is, like, Gino's not the best looking. He doesn't have a lot of money. So what does she want? Does she want a green card? Like what are, What is she looking for? Another sugar daddy? She wants to come to the U.S. and get another sugar daddy? It's like, that's your family member. Are you really going to say this out loud? Well, that's exactly right. You're, you're saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah. We all, we all thought this. You're not alone in thinking this. Yeah. We thought this for two seasons. But at some point you go, no, they actually love each other. For some reason, somehow. For some reason, somehow. Somehow, some way, Jasmine really, really loves this guy. Well, here's my hot take. I think they make money off of their 90-day fame. So I think they are actually good financially. You just, uh, you don't talk about that. You, you you don't go 90 days and say, oh, my gosh, I made, a, I made 50 grand on Cameo in the past three months. I guess you're right. I still think Jasmine... Lives an expensive lifestyle. Oh, she lives a very expensive lifestyle. But I think Gino saved up some money. I think he has his 401k, right? Mm-hmm. He work. He's an engineer. So I'd say if he does work, he can make a decent money. It's a really good point. I'm kind of embarrassed that we didn't discuss this sooner. It's like Gino made this big stand about how he quit his job to be with Jasmine but yeah, you're filming, you're getting a paycheck for that. You can be on Cameo. You can post about BoomBot every once in a while yeah. and make some cash. So yeah, he he quit the ninth of five, but the, the well didn't run dry. Yeah, so they still make some money for sure. And they've been around for a while. We all love them or hate them. No matter what you feel about Jasmine and Gino, you still watch. and do, <laughs> you know, It's like Angela. We love her, we hate her. No, I hate her. That's what I'm saying. You love her, you hate her. No, I hate her. Oh, I, I, think, I think just everyone hates her. I Jasmine, I actually like Jasmine. I she, like Jasmine too. She's nuts, but I like her. Yeah. Angela, I don't hate her. I don't like her either. Oh, I'm I kind di- of I in dislike. the middle because she's entertaining. You can be entertaining, but there's still so much to dislike. Oh, she's so abusive. There's, she's so abusive. Every nine episodes, there's a redeeming quality of like, oh, wow, she really cares about this person. And, and, and she's willing to pull someone else's hair out for them. But it's like still a little icky. Oh, it is. Even, to- even when she comes to someone's rescue. It is totally icky. But 
I don't hate her. I think just hate because is you looked in the a- you looked in the mirror on Halloween and said, "Well, <laughs> shit, I'm I'm gonna be Angela in 30 years." Now you're uh, like now you're trying to come to terms with the fact that maybe Angela's not the worst because I'm gonna be her. No, but I think hate is such a strong. Yeah, I don't. Word. I don't. I, I, don't I hate her. truly. I say dislike because hate is so personal. But I dislike Angela, but. Still, she's still a much better person to me than Manuel, Rob, and hot take over here, Statler. <laughs> okay. I just, I we just know. can't take her. Yeah, I, I thought we were done with Statler, but I, I clearly <laughs> oh, I'm she's so haunt- done with her, but I'll take Angela over her. I think she's haunting Teresa. Okay, so I'm curious about your take on this, because after the bocce, after everyone had their one-on-one chats, they sit back down, and the wedding comes up. And Jasmine says, you know, I'm not sure about having a celebration. I'd prefer something more private. Maybe just Gino, myself, and my dog. Coco. I feel her because if my parents, my family could not come to our wedding, right? Mm -hmm. And we wanted to get married. I would want to do it just the two of us. But then in the future, find a time and place for everyone. Yeah. I get it. They have 90 days. They cannot just plan a wedding in a year so the parents can come, right? Mm -hmm. So I understand what she's saying because I would feel the same. I think wedding for me is once in a lifetime. It was to someone I love. It's you, obviously. So if I couldn't have my family there, I would just say, hey, let's just do the two of us and we'll find time and place in the future for everyone getting together because... I'll, I can tell you right now, my parents would feel very sad if they couldn't come. And I think it sure. goes for your parents, too. If we were like, oh, let's do it in Europe and your parents couldn't fly. Yeah, imagine posting those photos, everyone's dancing, toasting, yeah. and your family's just sitting at home looking at those going like, no, they couldn't have waited. They couldn't have just done this when we could be there. No, for for me, I get it. Here's a hot, hot take. She was married before. Mm. He was married before. This mm. is a second wedding, right? For both. Maybe they just want to play down. Be like, yeah, we want to be together, but we don't need a fancy wedding. Let's just do it, the two of us in Coco, and maybe celebrate again when her family can come. I think that's right. Do what you need to do to secure the visa. Yeah. But is it truly a celebration that you can celebrate if only half the family is there. I, th- I think no. No. Dana disagrees. Dana's like, well, this is Gino's wedding too, and he needs to speak up. But if Gino is going to be a good husband, then I think he would go the way we're saying, which is, well, let's wait to celebrate until everyone can celebrate. Yeah. Only then is it a celebration. It's a celeb. I look at a wedding. It is two parts. One part is the legal aspect, which we're saying take care of behind closed doors is the two of you and your dog. The other part is the celebration of love. Yes. Where the whole reason you're having a wedding is for everyone to come and celebrate your love. So if everyone can't be there to celebrate your love, then what are you celebrating? I totally agree. And if I had to get married to you without anyone on my side, without my family watching on their cell phones, I would feel sad and that's not the way i want to feel on my wedding day totally so i get it gino's family not so much but at least gino gets it so at least he says that yeah that makes sense i have another question how you gonna be 
how you going to contribute and be a productive American? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Tony. Jeez. Jeez, Tony with his hot American questions. Uh, I mean, why don't you just steal Dana's shirt off right his back and then ask that question again so I can get the full picture? Well, Jasmine says, I'm an educated woman, but unfortunately, I cannot work while I'm on the K-1 visa. And that's true, right? But she feels attacked. And I'm with her. What kind of a question is that? You just met her. Gina should have educated everyone on the K-1 visa. And once she can work, well, let her decide what she wants to do. Yeah. Also, Tony, how would you ask Gino? Because he quit his job. Oh, that's so a great point. How's he going to be a productive American? He's not. No, he's not. But it, it's literally this, it should be the same thought process as the wedding, which is, well, it's Gino's wedding too. Well, it's Gino's wife. It's Gino's life. It it's up to him whether he needs it's not up to him, but it's a conversation between him and Jasmine, not between you and Jasmine, Tony. Whether exactly. whether Jasmine's gonna work or not work or just raise kids or whatever. It's a conversation between two people, not three people, and definitely not you, Tony. Exactly. Let them do what they what they do best. Let them be Gina and Jasmine and yelling at each other all the time, losing their shit. Well, they'll figure something out. Let's get to that because wow. they finish the meeting and they leave. And in the car ride home, Jasmine says, nobody's from anywhere but America. That's why they're lacking empathy. That's why they don't understand. I disagree. I think it's Gino's family. It's totally Gino's family. Yeah. You don't there's, have, you there's can, no reason for you to say, oh, Americans are lacking empathy. But what does it even mean? Yeah, yeah, I I disagree with her sentiment there, but that's really not the main event. She drops her phone between the seat, and she starts digging for it, and she pulls out some lip gloss. Ooh. I have no idea what that is. Is that yours? Who knows? Who knows what that is? The, what is this? <laughs> the, She's like, what is this, Gino? <laughs> the, how quickly... Gino tried to dismiss it was concerning. The fact that who knows who knows, who, knows, who even knows what that is. What even what flavor is that even? Is that strawberry? Nobody <laughs> likes strawberry. Who wears strawberry anymore? Um, it's like you should be like what? What is that? Yeah, I would be very confused if lip gloss just appeared. I wouldn't be like ah who who even knows? Yeah, but let's say it happened to the two of us, right? Yeah, and you immediately said, oh yeah, I went to lunch with a bunch of my coworkers. I would believe you because i know your co-workers you work with some women right. that would make a lot of sense to me well that's a that's a good reason but also you have a tiny car so it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't be lost very long but who knows who knows like brushing it under the rug brushing it under the under the car mat um that to me is sketchy you should have the answer or just be like huh that's very strange. Why, well, how did that get here? Well, here's the thing. He's been with Jasmine for like two years, right? Yeah. He's had the car for a while. Once you drop something, unless you get your car cleaned, and I don't believe he does because his, his house is a mess, so I don't <laughs> buy that he cleans his car. Is If he went on a date two and a half years ago and the lady dropped the lipstick, it's probably still sitting there. Yeah. Like I I would buy it, and I'm, I feel like he... Might know that 
and be like, oh shit, yeah, I went on David Lady. She was looking for a lipstick. She couldn't find it. This is it. Let me lie. Yeah, yeah. The coworker then is a good lie if he pulled that out of yeah, his I, ass. That's pretty good. Well, he pulled it out of his ass too late and he was speculating himself about it. That's why it wasn't good. I think he knows exactly who, why it's there. Yeah. I And it's before Jasmine. I don't think he ever cheated on Jasmine because he cannot, right? But I think it's before her and he's like, oh shit, yeah, I can I cannot say that. I cannot say that I went on a date in this car. She would lose her shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, uh, a coworker, maybe. So, sometimes sometimes coworkers go out for lunch. I mean, they, they, you go you go to you just go to Chili's. Sometimes you, you share an awesome blossom and they have an amazing lunch deal, and just sometimes a couple of coworkers go out for lunch. Awesome blossom is at the Texas place. Texas uh, Max, Texas Max, <laughs> Texas no, Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. I'm glad we stopped the podcast to get our our fast casuals in well, order. Fun fact about Awesome Blossom. Mm-hmm. Wait, is Awesome Blossom at Chili's? Yes, it is. It's a, it's the off. Oh, I'm my baby back, baby back. Yeah. You want to share an Awesome Blossom? You know what? I will share an Awesome Blossom. Well, the thing at Awesome Blossom, a blooming onion. Yes. You know what? There Texas is a- Roadie is apparently the most unhealthy appetizer you can order in the United States of America. <laughs> and they give it to you for free. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to kill their customers like big tobacco. What did we talk about? Oh, oh, Jasmine. Going along She's with like, your you go out with your fucking coworkers. <laughs> She's like losing. She started it. crying like a child. She said, yes. I want to go home. I want to go back to Panama. I don't want to see you ever again. You're a fucking cheater. I don't pull over. <laughs> I am going to take Gino's side because I do think it was innocent. For whatever it was, yeah. whether whether it was a date he went on pre-Jasmine, whether it was coworkers, whether it was Dana's wife's, right? Like, I'm sure it was innocent, but it's not a good look. Listen, it's a lipstick. It's not a condom. Just move on. No, but it does mean, most likely, a female was riding it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It could have been anyone. But it's not a good look. It's not a good, it's not a good look because of his, him lying. I don't think he was lying. I honestly don't think he knew who it belonged to or how it got there. He was lying a little bit. You think so? Yeah. Because he, I think he either knew exactly or he didn't know and he just didn't want to seem guilty. So he started lying, but that made him look even more guilty. Also, but think about if he spit the answer out immediately. That would also be a little suspicious. If he was like, she was like, what? Whose is this? And he was like, I went out to lunch with coworker. It's like, well, how did you know that's where it belonged? Well, if, you, if you did that, know that, why wouldn't you return it to your coworker? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But they pull over. And Gina's like, I'll call you an Uber. You're staying at a hotel. Jasmine, I want to get Coco. I want to get my stuff. <laughs> I don't even have my passport. And she's like everything is out. Everything is the world is ending. It's yeah. so over the top. She's a hypochondriac. I know that's not the right word, but it's the equivalent. Whatever. She's an emotional hypochondriac. Ooh, hot take. But yeah, you're right. She's on the side of the sketchy building, losing her shit without pantyhose. Cold AF. It's Michigan. Gino's walking around in his head. I'm like, that's probably honestly, that's probably it was probably her. Here's my hot take. Here's my cold take. It was her lip gloss. Oh, yeah. And she just needed an excuse to leave cold-ass Michigan and go back home. And she's like, well, this will do it. 
Or she dropped it, didn't realize. True. Found it and be like, what the fuck is this? True. I hope our neighbors are not going to think like, oh my gosh, the couple living next to us are constantly fighting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> poor Michael. <laughs> uh, Michael. Um, okay. So, yes, who knows how this is going to end. If I had to put money on it, I would say they're going to move on and reconcile as they always do. But... God, this has got to be exhausting to be in this relationship Ooh, so if, you're, if you're Gino because it's zero to a million every little disagreement. And for Jasmine, too, because she did live a very lavish lifestyle yeah. in Panama. We saw her apartment and all the fancy stuff. And now she's in Michigan. And not not even in, a, in Detroit or uh, what else is a cool city in Michigan? I don't know, but not even anywhere near Detroit, I guess. In the middle of nowhere in Michigan, it's cold, it's gloomy, right? Mm-hmm. And Gino's house is not lavish. No, no. It probably just smells. Oh my gosh, I can, I can tell you. Yeah. I can see the dirt. Yeah. It bothers me. It's not good. All right. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break. Now, real quick, guys, before we do, our Babyfoot giveaway is coming to a close. So if you guys want to be entered to win some free baby foot peels, make sure you guys leave us a review, screenshot the review, and send it to us on Instagram before November 15th so you're entered to win. And even if you guys have left us a review in the past, you can do it again. So yes. just like redo the review, just screenshot update it. it, update yeah. it, and send it to us on Instagram. So you can you can be entered to win baby food. It's amazing. Our feet are baby soft, baby smooth. You'll hear all about it in the ad. But yes, we just want that. We know I'm sure some of you guys skip the ads, right? Just a couple of you guys do. But we just wanted to give you guys a heads up because the product's amazing. We want to give it to you guys. You deserve it. So enter and may the best feet win. Yes. All right. We'll be back in a second. Well, guys, like all great parties, our peeling party is coming to a close. But fortunately, thanks to Babyfoot, my feet are still baby soft, baby smooth. Yours and mine, both, Jonathan. But yes, all good things must come to an end. Fortunately, there is still time to save big on America's best-selling foot peel. That's right. You can still treat your feet to 20% off the ultimate in foot peels. Just use promo code M2R at babyfoot.com. That's right. M as in moisturized, 2 as in the number of beautiful feet you'll have, and R as in rejoice when your feet are smoother than ever. You got that right, Teresa. You are (laughs) quite the poet. Plus, there's still time to enter our free foot peel giveaway, but you have to hurry. Between now and November 15th, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Screenshot it and send it to us at Pod on Instagram to be entered to win free baby foot product. Yes! So thank you to Babyfoot for my baby soft feed. I cannot wait to peel again. And thank you for supporting this podcast. Absolutely. Teresa, it's been a blast hosting the peeling party with you. Agreed, Jonathan. Now, let's peel out of here. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. 
How you doing? I'm doing well. You don't say hello, Teresa. Hello, Teresa. Who are you? Well, I'm someone who's about to talk about Clayton and Annalee. And, and the guinea pigs. And the bum in the closet. And the chihuahuas. Aww. And the stuffed animals. And the Zazzle t-shirts and mugs. It's, it's tragic. It is, but I'm here for Clayton. Clayton wants love. He thought he found it. I don't know if he found it, <laughs> but let's talk about it. If I was prepping for my fiance's arrival, it would be me packing my mom's closet up and driving her to an Airbnb. It would have nothing to do with me arranging stuffed animals, getting them just right. It would be getting my mom out and getting my fiance in. True. And again, as we said before, I'm sure he can find a two bedroom somewhere else. For the mom. And what what is the mom doing? Is she not working at all? Is she retired? Like, she must be getting some sort of money. Or is he paying for everything? I imagine he's paying for everything. But pay for one more thing. Pay for your mom to stay in a hotel for one night. So when your fiancé arrives, you can have a little alone time. Well, I'm glad he didn't because I don't think she wanted to have alone time. Probably because mom was in the closet next door. <laughs> That's a pretty big turnoff. I don't know if you if you saw this, but Annalie is on the way, right? She did a Darcy dash at the Miami airport and it said yeah. Miami, Florida. Yeah. Clayton, then then we go back to Clayton. He's at home getting ready and he says, oh, Annalie has a layover in Atlanta. Poor Annalie, no, no English in, a, in Atlanta. I know. I think she went because he I'm pretty sure he mentioned Miami, too. I think yeah. she went Miami to ATL, ATL to Lex. I don't know why. Because I don't think Miami flies directly to Lex, potentially. Well, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Detective Teresa. Speaking of Spanish, though, mom came out of the closet like <laughs> I was just brushing up on my Spanish. Oh, what did you learn? Como esta? And then mom just goes back in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Clayton's getting ready some gifts. He got her an alpaca and a shirt with the two of them that he also got for himself. Hold on. How old are we? 30 and 26. What are we doing, folks? Yeah. This This is no bueno, mom. Did you learn that one? I think it could be cute if they were so in love, but I don't think... They're so in love. I think one of them is so in love. And I think the other one is, all right, America, let's see what it looks like. Teresa, put yourself into into Annalise Zapatos, okay? You're flying in from a, another country. You're a 26-year-old woman. You're ready to start, okay. your, start your new life. And you touch down and your fiance presents you with a couple welcome gifts. A stuffed panda? And a stuffed alpaca that smells like cotton candy. Why panda? I didn't see the panda. Why stuffed animals? I know. You're 26. I agree. You just came to a new country. Your mother-in-law lives in a closet. (laughs) And all you have to numb the pain is an alpaca that smells like cotton candy. Ugh, I don't like the smell of cotton candy. And a t-shirt with you and your fiance's face on it. And the guinea pig mug. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> As I said, put the guinea pig in the mug. Now we're talking. It's the thaw that counts. 
unlike many others, he is getting ready to pick her up with some gifts. I agree with you. Never buy me a stuffed animal. I freaking hate that shit. But it's cute. It's a thought. <laughs> you know me, right? Yeah. So you would never buy me a stuffed animal. You would get me a bone, like a dino bone, like a real one. Or a cactus. Or a cactus, yes. But you know me well. These guys spent together, what, a week? Not even. Yeah, like four days. And then he yeah. said, will you marry me? And she said, I kind of have to, don't I? So he, I don't think he knows exactly what to get her. So he's going by, all right, she loves me. So let's get her a shirt. She probably likes coffee. Let's give her a mug with the guinea pigs because they need to bond. Also, Peru alpacas. Let's give her an alpaca. <laughs> I feel like he got the shirt because he wanted to wear it. And then it said... Buy one more, get a free mug. <laughs> because he ended up with two shirts with their faces on it and then the mug. True. Or he got a coupon too. Yeah. Or Something. The, or the coupon. But okay. He's at the airport. Big old bouquet. He says, I never bought flowers for anyone before because they die. Yes. That's my theory. Okay. That's a decent theory. I don't think he bought flowers for anyone because he has no one to buy flowers for. Sure they, he, yes, he they will. Dates before they will die in your mom's closet. If he brought, <laughs> the only person he could possibly buy flowers for is his mom. But yes, they will die in a windowless closet. You don't think in thirty years he's been on a date? Me, he must have gone to it. college. Hold on, let me think about it. Uh, mom lives in a closet. He's got four computer screens. He plays video games. Not. I wish I had four computer screens. Uh, his idea of a good gift for his foreign fiance who just traveled from another country is a stuffed. No, I don't think he's ever been on a date before, Theresa. He was, definitely. I'm with him on the flowers. I'm glad he got her some gifts. Some gifts are better than no gifts. I'm with you. They're gifts for a 12-year-old, not even 10-year-old. They're gifts that the only way you should get them is from a claw at an arcade. That's That's how they should come into your possession. Is if they were attached to a claw at an arcade. So what would you what would you give me if you never if we met for a week and I was coming to marry you? What would you give me? Because uh, you wouldn't know me that well. A return ticket to your homeland. Because I would say this is a vacation. We're gonna get to know each other. You're not moving here if I've only known you for a week. All right. Because I'm a smart. normal I'm a normal human being. All right. Well, I'm glad these guys aren't because. I want to see this. This is exactly why I tune in. Yeah. Uh, Annalie's got a, a pretty good sense of humor. She does. But here's, here's my big question, right? They met on a um, language learning app. Yes. How come he speaks Spanish pretty well and she cannot say anything in English? It's a good question. Right? It's a good question. Yeah. Um, because she was on the app to find a guy. Not to I learn guess. English. To find well, maybe a green card. But yes, anyway. In the airport, she comes out very slowly. That was some sort of a hawk. And I was like looking for the affection. All I can see is Clayton crying. There was emotion. Yes. A lot of tears. But again, from him. True. And the way he presented the gifts, the mug was like still in the UPS package. Yeah. Like that gray envelope, he just like ripped it open and was like, here's the free mug that came with these t-shirts. Yeah, he's an awkward dude who just loves computers and video games, but it's fine. I'm glad he brought her something. Okay. And then, yes, he was like, here, there's a guinea pig on it. It's not food. And she was like, careful. If you make me mad, I might eat it. 
Yeah, and he's like, well, you need to learn how to cook first. <laughs> Burn. So I see a potential, but I'm not sure. Like, okay, for us to talk about this, let's go home. Okay. So we get to the apartment, right? Clayton is nervous because of her and mom, all of them living in this one-bedroom apartment with the guinea pigs, with a chihuahua, and with mom's shit. Yeah, and, and when they get home, like, mom's on the loose. Mom has broken free from the <laughs> constraints of the closet and ready to greet Annalie with her newly learned Spanish. Yeah, so she she meets her. She's like, te amo. Te and amo. Annalie just goes, ah, <laughs> oh, cute. Like, the, the same energy of when she was proposed to. Yeah. Which is like, oh, that's great. This is, like, really nice that you're trying, but nah. Cute. Uh, Mom is like, you're more beautiful in person. So pretty. What is this? Savage Parents, the episode? This was, this one wasn't as bad as. Ooh, we'll get there. <laughs> as Devin's greeting. Um, but then Clayton goes, I'm going to show her the house. Uh, whatever little house there is to show. And mom goes, well, this is my cubby hole. Did Bru- she say that? Yeah. Bru- like, mom, get back in the closet. You're being awkward. You're embarrassing me. Get back in your closet. <laughs> uh, you can see how shocked Annalie is. However, she has a good attitude about it because she says, well, all couples start from zero. So I couldn't demand anything from him. Like, this is good. But mom in a closet, I can use it to store clothes and luggage. Well, Where mom, am I supposed to put it? Mom Stuff a, everywhere. Mom in a closet, no couch, no table. Where do you eat? She's right about... There's no space for anything with all her shit. If you look at it, that whole apartment is mom's stuff. But that's how I think they've been able to live this way for three years. There is no common area. They don't spend time together. Yeah. Mom sits in a closet all day and <laughs> and Clayton is in his room playing video games. Sure. They don't ever cross paths, I don't think. That's a good point. So Annalie's like, yeah, I knew about closet mom, but I imagined a small space, not an actual closet. Yeah. And then Clayton, we see him taking his pants off. Not even taking a shower or putting PJs on. He just took his pants off and got in bed. And he's like, well, I'm a little concerned about our intimacy with mom being 10 feet away. But maybe maybe we can put some music on. Or mom, mom can put up the radio. I guess. <laughs> yeah, we can make it work. He left the shirt on. The same, yeah. the same shirt he was wearing to the airport with her faces on. Yeah. He was wearing. And then when she came back, she was wearing the matching shirt. Yeah. That, yeah. Cute, but he should have worn it to the airport. Gross. Or bought a third, switch into a freshie, and then get in bed. Yeah, don't go to bed in your day-to-day clothes. Come on. Especially you want to bang? Yeah. He thought they were going to bang it out, and she just turns her back to him and goes, see you tomorrow. Not even that. She put the panda in between them. Uh, She basically made a barricade. Not good. That's so concerning. I get it. You don't want to bang your tired cuddle. By episode nine, mom's going to be in the bed. Annalie's going to be in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) That's my prediction. I'm very curious to see how these two are going to turn out because I can see how in love he is with her, how infatuated and happy. The dude cried. The dude cried. But I don't know if she's dead in love with him. 
No, he's a secret. You're not. Oh, in, I keep forgetting about it. You're not in love with someone if they're a secret. If you're in love with someone, you're so proud of them. You're telling everyone about I them. Talk you're, about you all the time. You're posting about them. I can't. I just. Yes, I try to bring you up in conversation whenever there's a chance because I'm so. I know. I'm so proud of you. I'm Me so. Too. In, I'm oh. so in love with you. I love talking about you. Me too. You're the opposite of a secret. People are like, I wish you would keep her a secret, please. We've heard, <laughs> we've heard too much. Really. Some people probably. I talk about you all the time. But you know, right? Because you're you're excited about the idea of the relationship. She is not. And the proof is that he's a secret. Yep. We'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, he has two guinea pigs, two chihuahuas, (laughs) and a mom. So he's good. Yeah. His hands are full. (laughs) And so is his closet. All right. Let's. Teresa's going to get mad. Ashley and and a moron. I mean, Manuel. Um, so I thought we were going to get, I guess, I guess there was a reason for this. The segment started with Ashley and Manuel just like chatting and Ashley saying, oh, do you want to go out with me? And a producer's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like a producer broke the fourth wall and said, what's going on, Ashley? Things were not good an hour ago. And I thought we were going to get the title card with like an hour ago. Yeah, no. And Ashley just looks at them and says, well, we had sex. Yeah. For them, sex solves everything. Well, there's a lot of power in sex. There's magic in sex, especially when you orgasm. And and while you're orgasming, you can manifest what you want in life if you focus on that while you're orgasming. I think I need to subscribe to her podcast. I feel like I have a lot to learn from her. I think it's almost like 11-11. 11-11. Imagine if you have sex oh. at 11-11. Every time you orgasm, you have to focus on what oh. you want. It's exhausting. I do it all the time. The focusing the 11-11. at 11-11. The 11-11 thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, 11-11, 69. There's a lot of numbers involved. But Ooh. yeah, I thought we were going to address what was not great an hour ago. Not their resolution techniques. They agree. They argue all the time. We've yeah. seen it. I think they're just like, oh my gosh, it's another, another disagreement. Well, they're good for now. So let's go to the witchy bar. Yeah. The witchy bar meeting her friends for the first time. Friends who are very skeptical of Manuel. Bet you $10. They don't have happy hour at this bar. They have witching hour. Ooh. All right. I'm wondering, like, why is it witchy? Just is probably. It, de- is it haunted? Just the decor, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So everyone was excited to meet Manuel. Manuel was like, oh, it's, it's been like a dream to be here in America. Yeah. He loves America. He needs Dana's shirt. Red flag number one. Yeah. <laughs> American flag number one. Uh, it's been like a dream to be here. Yeah, and Ashley's telling her friends, like, yeah, we still have a lot to unpack, especially about the witchy thing, because (laughs) he doesn't take it seriously. He loves, right, red flag. If your partner doesn't support what you do, no matter how crazy or not crazy it is, that's a red flag. Like, if if we started dating, you told me that you are a witch. I would be like, okay. How much do I like you to go along with this? And maybe I would be open if I liked you a lot. I would be open to learning about this. And if I realize, like, okay, that's something he enjoys to do. Maybe I disagree, but it makes him happy. I'm fine with it. 
Manuel just dismisses it and makes fun of it. That's, that's yeah. bad. It's bad when it's more than just a hobby and it's a big part of her lifestyle. It's one thing it's like- It's her lifestyle. You love Friends. Yes. Friends stinks, the show, the TV. Stop it. <laughs> so I You like, have to take it back, especially because Matthew Perry just passed away two weeks ago. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. I think it's overrated. Let me say that. I think it's overrated. But I let you have it. While I'm showering, you can watch. While I'm away, you can watch. But it's not like you're going to friends conventions and you're doing friends cosplay. Right? It's I not, would. Oh boy. <laughs> it's it's not part of your lifestyle. It's just a part of your life. Yeah. Like y- you like watching the show, okay? So it's fine. I don't have to agree with that. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to partake in it. But when it's witching and it is who she is and it's what she's thinking about and doing when she's orgasming and all this stuff, you kind of get on, you got to get on board with it or you got to get out. True. So, all right. Then one of Ashley's friends says well, do you guys communicate and talk through your problems or do you just bang? And the Ooh. fact that this friend knew to ask this means it's clearly a pattern for Ashley. That, oh, yeah. That she does not communicate, that her resolution is just sex. Like that's she, she doesn't have any communication abilities. It's just sexual abilities. I don't think it's Ashley's Thing. I think it's Ashley and Manuel. Mm, you think? I'm sure she talks to her friend about, oh, yeah, we just got into a fight and all we can do to make up for it is sex. I don't think it's what she does I as a person. Do- I think it's what she does. Really? Yes. She her, she did a whole uh, spiel about there's a lot of power in sex, there's magic in sex, especially when you orgasm and you manifest while you're orgasming. That's her, man. All right. I think that's man. her. And, and I All th- right, man. <laughs> I think that's her. And her friends know that that's the way she treats problems is she throws her badge at it. All right. I don't think well, it's a manual thing. I think it's a manual thing because that dude is a moron. So I feel like... Yeah, he stinks. You cannot even have a conversation with him. So all he... All he does is dismissing you and complaining, keeping secrets. No shit that you fight. Well, what can you do next? Uh, Because you don't talk while you bang. All right. American flag number two. I'm just going to replace red flags with American flags on this show. (laughs) It makes a lot of sense. American flag number two. Manuel, are you ready to get married? Ooh, 80%. 80% because we still don't know each other. Which is true. Listen, I didn't give him shit for this because he has 90 days. No, 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 Teresa. Absolutely not. You do not have 90 days. Yes, you do. Not to figure out if you want to get married. You have 90 days to get married. Correct. But I think for a lot of these couples who haven't spent a lot of time together, it is to, okay, let's make sure. That's why... You get you get the visa for ninety I days. Not, I could not shh, disagree with shh, you more, Teresa. You get a visa for ninety days because it takes a long time to plan a wedding and that's get not, everything. No, 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 no. That's not true at all. You can plan the wedding when you are in a different country. No one plans no, the wedding. You, you don't. Months. You don't know when the visa is going to be approved. 
you can't you can't rent a venue and cross your fingers and hope that the visa is approved so that you can walk down the aisle on that day. No, but the visa can be approved. You don't have to come to the U.S. the next day. You, is, you have a certain amount of time once the visa is approved to get there. Yeah, that is yes, but I don't think it's immediately. Teresa, the 90 days is not to figure out if you love this person. Oh, no, 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 no. Not to figure out if you love the person. It's not to figure out if you're ready to marry the person. I think it is because... No, you, get- you apply for a fiancé visa. Why are you even engaged if you're not ready to marry the person? All right, good point. I have but a point. But I, I still believe that a lot of these couples need these 90 days. Yeah, cause because they're all they've, morons. Because they've never been together for a longer period of <laughs> I time. Wish we were, I wish we were filming this episode because Therese and I are like face to face. We're like six inches apart <laughs> leaning over the table. We're so passionate about this. <laughs> I get it. Don't get me wrong. I totally get it. I don't have to get you wrong. You're just wrong. I am not wrong. I get it. It's the fiancé visa. But on this show specifically, 85% of these couples have spent, what, three to five days together in person. Seven maybe, tops. (laughs) They do need these 90 days. That's why they wait until the end because they need the 90 days. They do. I don't want to give... Nikki and Igor credit, but you could do what they do and be together for years and years and years. And then when it's time, say, all right, let's get the K-1. Now that we they know. They broke it up in I between. I know. That's why I'm saying. Because she lied to you about being a man I know, in the they, past. They are not the model they're, couple They're couple very here. far away from the model. <laughs> I'm just saying you can have as long as you want to get to know a person before you apply for the K-1. Correct, but if you want to be all of these couples, most of these couples, you go on a vacation, you go online, you meet someone, I love you, you go to visit them, it's beautiful, you propose, I'll bring you back here on a K-1 visa, right? Boom. They get here and you and you feel like, oh, I don't even know this person. I'm not saying the visa should be used to get to know someone. No, you are engaged, you are about to get married, but... I still strongly believe that you do need the 90 days, which is three months to spend together, living together, being around each other before you say the ultimate I do. That means you are staying here to be with someone you love. You still have an exit before the 90 days is over if things are bad. I disagree. You cannot <laughs> You cannot disagree oh, with I, this. I, I 100% disagree. I agree you can decide not to within those 90 days but those 90 days should not be used to decide whether you should or should not no you you should be getting the k-1 visa knowing full well that the intent is to get married and i love you and i want to marry you if something happens within those 90 days of course you can call it off i'm with you i'm with you i agree but once again i think a lot can change if you spend every day with a person you and i Okay. Look, okay. I'm not, I'm, that's not what I'm arguing. A wild I'm not exam- arguing that part. A wild example, COVID. We yeah. have friends, American friends, who's been together for a long time. They were married and COVID broke them up. I am not arguing that. I am strictly saying what the 90 days are intended for. Oh, 100%. You I'm not need- saying what could happen. I'm saying what should happen. Yeah, you need to come here wanting to get married. And he said, and I hate Manuel, so, period, but he said period, 80%. Period, period, end of sentence. You should come here on a K-1 visa wanting to get married. 
True. 100%. But still, on this show, I think they need the 90 days. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ashley, which all most of the shit goes to Manuel, but some of the shit I'm going to give to Ashley is dismissing what Manuel is saying and trying to romance it and make it sound better than it is just saying like, Oh, classic Manuel. He, you know, he looks like he's hiding stuff, but he's not. He just doesn't like to be asked these questions, right? No. Maybe you need to look deeper at him, and maybe he is hiding some stuff or saying some things to make you think certain things. Of course he's hiding, hiding stuff. He, I'm just going to say, I don't think he loves her. I think he loved her in the past. Uh-huh. They broke up. They were apart. They, they kind of got back together. I think he sees an opportunity. I agree. I think she wants someone, someone who she loved before. She's trying to bring it back. I don't think she fully loves him either. They probably bang. I guess it's good. I don't know how looking at him. I don't think he performs because he seems so low energy. And but I, I was going to make that point, not in the bedroom, but here he's almost doing the opposite of trying to make a good first impression with these friends. He's just like sitting there, arms crossed, leaning back. Like, do you not want people to like you? Here's my hot take. I told you when we watched, I think that he might be being such an asshole and such a moron to piss her off so much so that she kicks him out. Mm -hmm. So he can freely go and be with the family. He's in the country already. It would be an asshole move. She could report him, I guess, if he just left. But if she kicks him out, mm-hmm. he's free to go. Such a hot take, and I like it. Right? I like it. Because he's a moron. Teresa, let's go to therapy. It's a new day, and Ashley and Manuel need to go see a couple's therapist. And as we always say, if you need the therapy before you get married, don't get married. Teresa, I'm asking for Clayton's promo code because I'm going to print some T-shirts of my own. <laughs> that say you don't need to see a therapist you need to see other people i like it home goods give us a call i've, I've said it multiple times and i i don't understand how a couple who's just dating i guess here they're engaged but it seems like ashley's made this decision to go to therapy even probably before a proposal it just seems like she wants to do it but what did he must have proposed? They are engaged. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I get that they're engaged, but again, we kind of always say engagement. I'm not going to put this on a t shirt because this is not as yeah. thought through, but engagements are make believe in a sense. There's nothing legally binding you. It's a gesture, it's a piece of jewelry, but you could just very well just say, nah, we're not engaged anymore. Like, there's nothing you have to go through. You Correct. Don't- but engagements are beautiful. They're very symbolic. Here is here is my issue with engagements, right? It should go both ways. You should, I know you think that. I think you should, you guys. Okay, let's not take away from the diamond. It's for the girls. We all love it. I love mine. But I should have bought you like a bracelet that says engaged. Sure. Or, or Like an anklet or something. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> No, a bracelet, something that you give to your man so they also look taken for a year or two, however yes, but, long you're but engaged. I don't, but I, I just don't want to sidetrack because I, I think this is so important. 
You don't need to see a therapist. You need to see other people. Totally. You're not married. You don't have kids. If there are issues, then find someone who you don't have issues with because the fact that you're going to see a couple's therapist means you think that you should be married to anyone. You could make it work with anyone. There is no special person for you where things are going to be better than with someone else. Wrong. Find someone who is just easy to be with, who you love to be with, who you don't argue and need to have sex to make things better with. Those people are out there for you. You just haven't found them yet. True. Thank you. Well, we're going to see Ivana, the therapist that's bilingual, and she has experience helping K-1 couples, which I guess red flags for all these couples if you, before you even get to the altar, well, you need a therapist. Maybe Ivana Calangelo is saying she's worked with K-1 couples after they've gotten married. Ooh, okay. Okay, they, they came here. All right, K-1. all right. And that's... I'm all for couples therapy. I'm all for therapy. I'm all for couples therapy. But not if not if you're just dating. Yeah. Date someone else. Okay. I agree. So Ivana's like, uh, what are you guys nervous about? And Ashley says, well, just being in this situation with my partner. I know he trusts me, but he's got walls up and certain walls I just can't penetrate. Yeah, and Manuel says, well, I do the penetrating. Hello. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's how we make things better around he here. He says that, well, I'm used to taking care of things myself, so why would I, why would I involve her? Because you're in a relationship now, Manuel. Exactly. And Ashley feels like she's not being heard, and when they argue, she reacts stronger because she feels like he doesn't pay attention to her. And what he says next hold on, let makes me, me want to slob him. I think I have an asshole award around here somewhere. Let me, <laughs> let me find it so I can present it. He is total asshole because he says, well, that's uh, when I sit back and enjoy. But before he says this, he gets this smirk on well, his face that I just want to like kick. I don't even want to punch him. I want to kick him. Ashley says, Manuel wants to ignore problems, but that actually causes... More problems. He'll just stare at the TV. And I feel like I'm not being heard. So it ends up causing more issues. And then I react more because I feel like I'm not being heard. And it's a vicious cycle. I keep reacting, reacting, reacting. And that's when Manuel says, well, that's what I I enjoy most. I enjoy when she, like, freaks out and reacts. I, I just sit back and I watch that. That's my entertainment. That's better than TV. Sick. And the asshole award. Goes to Manuel. (laughs) Yeah. What an ass. And Ashley's like, it seems like he's leading a, a double life. I feel like he has secrets. Yeah. And Manuel says, well, I mean, I need my privacy, okay? Mm. He basically says, yes, I do have secrets. Yeah. This yeah. is not good. This is not good. I'm here for it, but this is not good. This can't end well. Ivana Colangelo, I believe in your powers, but I think they're wasted on this couple. Well, I don't think Ivana has powers. I think Ashley has powers. Very true. Very true. (laughs) But I don't think it's going to end well. Let's talk about someone else who I don't think is going to end well. Well, I thought it was going to end poorly, but then it ended with a round of applause. So really, who knows? I'm talking about Justin and Nikki. Who are you talking about? Very true. (laughs) I I was jumping the gun over there. Yeah. I was jumping the gun. Let's talk about 
Igor. It's the, the morning after he chucked glasses and glasses of wine and hello, they banged, if he can even recall. Yeah, they had intercourse. We have confirmation. Here is my issue with Nikki, right? She got what she wanted. He banged her. But she has a new thing to complain about. And it's that um, it wasn't too long. It it was over before I enjoyed it. And having sex with someone that I cannot enjoy, I cannot have an orgasm with, it's like being friends. First of all, what? Thank you, Teresa. Y- you took the words right out of my mouth. She's moving the goalpost. And I defended her for five episodes. And I said she needs validation. It's different, yeah. it's different than Staller. Staller just wants to talk about sex and have sex because that's all there is to her. That's, she thinks that's what makes her interesting is that she banged in, in a church while there was a service going on. Okay. I thought Nicole was different in the sense that, of course, she needs to feel validated. She came out. It was a secret, but she told Justin, I'm trans. And ever since then, she wants to feel that Justin loves her just the same. So I understood why she needed to be banged. Now she she got banged. But it's actually not enough for her. Yeah. And she, so they're lying in bed. And Nikki's telling him, I took my hormones before I came here. So I need more. I need more sex. I need more of riding the horse. And this is my other issue. Her sex drive is not natural. Right? She She's admitting she took hormones. Yeah. And she's pointing the finger or blaming or whatever word you want to use, she's saying the hormones are the reason why I need to be fucked hard repetitively. Well, Justin is not on hormones. Justin has a natural sex drive. And so she's on she's on performance-enhancing drugs and expecting someone who's not, someone who's, who's batting natural, to keep up with her. Well, she didn't take hormones to... Be to have a better. I'm not sex saying she drive. did. I'm saying that is the side effect of. But I, Justin I is Justin is sitting there natural. He's in the natural competition, trying to compete with someone who's on PEDs. I agree, but I think her. I'm with you, and I'm with Justin on this one. But I think her whole thing comes from. She landed right. If you haven't seen your girlfriend and your wife in a while, and. You, then you get to see her. You want to bang her right away. It took him multiple days because he is still trying to wrap his mind around this. Sure. Right? So now he banged her and she's like, yeah, I'm on hormones. I need more. Justin suggests a sex professional, which <laughs> I, I think he means a sex therapist. Oh, I thought he meant just like pay someone to bang you. I, I think he meant a therapist. But Nikki says, well, the sex is bad. Then we're just friends. Yeah. And she goes like, I can have friends in all, all all different countries. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound good, Nikki. Nikki's a little dramatic. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm gonna side with Justin on. I think I'm just gonna side with Justin on this. And I think it's two different issues. The first issue was put to bed. No pun intended. He banged. He proved he is sexually attracted to you. You had well, sex. he was drunk. Okay, but fine. Let's put that issue to bed. Now, the second issue is that she's just very, very, very horny. And that's a completely different issue. People have different levels of sex drive. Some people have low T, some people have high T. Some people are super horny, some are not as horny. That's two different issues. Now, 
if Nikki is saying I need to find someone who's as horny as I am, that's a that's a separate issue than I think you're not attracted to me because I'm trans. Two different issues. Sure. I agree with you. I'm also siding with Justin. I think Nikki acts immaturely for her age. Uh-huh. And it might have it might come from insecurities about herself. So I'm not judging her. But she is a lot to digest. Yeah. But, it's a big big energy. But she feels like Justin is going to bring her out with his friends. That's a big step. So let's meet the friends. Walking into the bar during the day, (laughs) meeting the friends at night. So they basically were, between them entering and getting to the table, it was like two hours. Something went down. Something went down. And I'm not talking about the sun. I was just going to say that. So they're meeting the friends. Uh, Roxy, Sergey, Ivan. Friends said, oh, wow, this is different because he's never brought a girlfriend around. He's very private. And it's even more different because Nikki is trans. She's very pretty. She's a very beautiful woman. But it's it's just overall different. Here is my hot take. And I don't know if I'm going to get... Bu- you're burning up over there with so many hot takes. I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. But well, I'm going to say it. I think that what Nikki did to him when he was younger, when she was dating him, then brought him in on the K-1 visa, they were having sex... He thought he is with a woman. Mm -hmm. And then during an angry exchange, she said, oh, well, I used to be a man. I think she damaged him for life. I think he has a psychological issue because of what happened. And I think he feels abused. Yeah. I think it is a sort of of an abuse. And I think it really fucked him up. Yeah. To the point that he is back with her because... I don't think he was able to date. Wow, that's a very hot take, and I think it's a uh, it's it's a spot on take. I don't see any other way that you could digest that information, especially the way it was delivered, than for it to affect you psychologically. I'm a big supporter of you. Do you? I don't care if you're a man, you want to be a woman, you trans. I love everyone. I love love. I'm here for people. I really don't care about who you are. However, I'm a big person that needs transparency, right? If you are a transgender person, that's great. But if you're dating someone, be open to them. Because once they find out, they're going to get pissed. Because not because you're transgender, but because they were lied to. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. what she did was very, very fucked up. She should have come clean immediately. Maybe not immediately, but let's say you go on a date. Probably before out. you have sex. Exactly. Yeah. You need to do that. You need to be transparent about who you are. And not just with transgender, not transgender, but a lot of things. You just need to be transparent. Yeah. Because. I think so. And, you, and we could be wrong, but I that's how I feel. I'm with you. I think you you have to be transparent in a relationship, period. Are you just saying transparent now because of the trans thing? No, I'm <laughs> saying transparent because... There was a, there was a TV show called... I, I didn't even think of that, to be honest. transparent, and it was about a trans woman. Oh, no, I'm saying you need to be honest. like With Jeffrey Tambor? Great show. 
No idea what you're talking went about. Went off but, air years ago. But you just need to be honest. And she wasn't. And she wasn't honest for a long time with him. And I really think he got damaged. And yeah. now here we are. And I literally, this hit me, this thought hit me in the head after what he said in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. I think it's a hot take. It's a great take. So yeah. everyone's hanging out. A couple Nastrovias. Yes. Everyone's chatting. Everyone's being very accepted of Nikki. And she's happy about it because she says this is different. Moldavian people, <laughs> they're always like very close-minded because that's what he tells her, right? All these guys are here for it. They're happy for him. They accept me. I got all these hugs. It's beautiful. This is how it should be. Yeah, everyone's chatting, and Roxy's like, when's the last time you were in Moldova? And she's like, 2006. Yes. Roxy goes, oh, this place has changed so much since then. And Nikki goes, I have too. He's like, oh, I look Great different. Great line. Great line. I look different. But this is where the friends learn that when they first met, Justin didn't know that she was transgender. Yes, 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 yes. Justin says, oh, yeah, um, well, Nikki is not a real woman. She is trans. And Roxy's like, oh, so you didn't know that from the beginning. And he goes, no, at first I thought she was some exotic woman. When I found out, it was shocking information. And Nikki says that it was hard for her. She says, my family did not talk to me for two years when I came out. I was homeless. I had to prostitute myself. And Roxy was like, you had to do what? Well, I thought Roxy was very empathetic. She was. I think they all were, including Justin. Justin said, I'm not mad that she shared it. I respect her for her past. She, she had, had to, to do survive. It, yeah, do what and you do. I'm here for it too. I get it. I get it. I get it. However, when she met Justin and they started falling in love, she should have told him. No matter what her past was, I get it. It's hard. I totally get it. But if you love someone... You can't lie to them. Imagine she married him and then he found out. He would have left her and then you're going to be even more brokenhearted. Yeah, I I'm with you. So Nikki ends up asking Roxy to join her at the bar to chat. And the guys stay behind in chat. And Justin's like, well, thank you guys for accepting Nikki. And he gives handshakes to everyone. And he says, like, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of Nikki? Friends are being a little curious because they literally went straight to, so how is she in bed? How is she in bed? Is she, is she like a man? Does she have a penis? Whoa, 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 whoa. And I know this is, I know this is not PC stuff to ask. What's PC? Politically correct. Ooh. But I'm a very curious person, right? It's, it's a blessing and a curse for me. And I understand where they're coming from, like, they have questions, and when's the right time to ask? Well, it's on a case-by-case -case basis, and, and they asked, and Justin answered. And they asked in a curious way, not in a judging way. Oh, they didn't ask, like, oh, like does, he have, does she have a penis? Yeah. Like, no, even it was very curious, and it was coming from a place of interest and love. Yeah, and Justin was like, bro, you understand. When she's naked, you can't even tell her apart from any other woman but then it, it it starts to get real for well Justin. before it gets real we see nikki chatting with roxy mm. this was aggressive mm -hmm. for my taste if someone some of your friends just 
came to me or I did this to your friends and they told you after, you would not like it. And take the transgender out of the occasion. Let me let me ask you, Roxy. Do men in this region, do they go down to that region? Do they eat the pussy? On women? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Teresa. Uh, yeah. Do they, uh, do they go downtown in this town? And Roxy's like, of course. Absolutely, they do. And Nikki's like, okay, well, he used to go downtown. But uh, once he found out I was trans, he stopped. And then we go back to Justin and his friends, and we learn why. Yes. This is very honest. Uh, again, I don't know if it's the cocktails or what, if he's just getting comfortable. But Justin said, after he said, when she's naked, you can't tell her apart from any other woman. He says, if I start to think about it, I start to cool off. Yes, and then he says, I cannot perform something because I have not fully accepted it. Meaning, I, he cannot perform sex because he hasn't fully accepted the fact that she is trans, that she yeah. used to be a man. Yeah, I, I, I can't judge him for that. And he adds that her being very dominating doesn't help because... In his region, men are the ones who take charge, right? Yeah. I think in the U.S. or anywhere else, in other countries, it doesn't matter. Well, women, not, not in Alabama, but yeah, everywhere else. <laughs> women I'm can take charge. It's fine. But I think for him, because of what he knows, it just adds to it, right? Sure. Absolutely. So, like, if... She takes him and flips him around. Ooh, I feel like you would like it. Hello. I think for Justin, <laughs> it's a sign of, oh my gosh, all right. Like she, it's emasculating to yeah, him yeah, yeah. in his mind. Yeah. yeah. There's, so this, this was, there's some things to, to work through. For oh, that. yeah. But, a lot. But he's starting to be more forthcoming with his feelings, and that's good. That's the first step, right? It's admitting yeah. how you're feeling. Again, I still believe that he's damaged. By it's what a hot happened. take. I like the take. Yeah. It's a hot take. We'll see what's going to happen. But when Nikki and Roxy come back, he gives her a kiss and they keep chilling. Yeah. All right. Now, I jumped the gun earlier, but the time has come. Devin and Nick. So they're finally meeting the parents. Don't forget to smile. Don't forget to smile. But just look I, happy. Just look happy. I don't think she has much control over her mouth and you're asking her to smile. You're asking a lot, <laughs> Nick. Come on, man. Well, parents are picking them up from the train station. Mom, ganja. Oh, boy. Oh boy. <laughs> it's ganja, right? She might be smoking something because this was not the nicest greeting. Mom hugs her and says, you look much prettier in person. What are you trying to say, Mom. <laughs> Dad speaks a little English, so he's like, hello, hold on, hold on. nice to meet you. Hold on, we need, we need to call out how Nick translates because it's consistently a lie. It's consistently... It has to be a lie. He's consistently sugarcoating. It has to be uh, a lie. I got diabetes by the end of this episode because how much <laughs> he was sugarcoating what his parents were saying. So mom said, oh, you look, you look much prettier in person. And Nick goes, she says you look beautiful. <laughs> Survey says... That's a lie. I'm glad Nick sugarcoated because she was losing her shit already. So then dad goes. Well, they they, they get in the car driving to the restaurant. Dad yeah. turns around and says, you're so slim. You Nick, should- Nick says, oh, he says, you look pretty and are skinny. Survey says, also a lie. Well, I think they maybe saw a 
some photos, maybe not the best photos, and him calling her a piggy doesn't I think it was help. The, I think it was the piggy. So dad is like, you're so slim. Burn, dad, burn. So they get to this restaurant, and Nick's sister's there, niece, nephew, everyone's there. It's a family affair. And mom hands Devin a napkin and goes, she has something on her teeth. Why don't you, why don't you get that? This is just, man. Yeah. The hits keep coming. Well, mom tells us that I've never thought much of America, but I started paying attention when Nick started dating an American girl, which I find it very interesting because it is true. I don't think outside of America, people really care about America, but I think a lot of Americans think that people oh, I care about it. I completely them. disagree. Really? Yeah. Why? You bite your tongue. Well, besides America being the best country in the world. Ooh, okay. John's um, wearing his American flag shirt, <laughs> and he not. has like a he has like a big eagle landing on his on his shoulder as he speaks. I am not. I just have to defend my country, and you can defend yours. But America leads the way in so many things. I it's a superpower. How could you not pay it any attention? Because. Not everyone is infatuated by America. I'm not me. Uh, I don't no, mean I'm it in a say, bad way. Look, I'm not asking other countries to say America's the best because I think everybody, most people think their country is the best. And yeah. I would not, I would not fault anyone for saying that. But there are players in this game. America's a player. Russia's a player. China's a player. There are players in in the world superpowers who can move needles and change the trajectory of things and america is the number one if if not close to number one at all times and so for people to be like i don't pay attention to america you're lying survey says that's also a lie oh i would buy that from someone living in korea having a living a happy life far away from here why not um, because I don't want to get into politics and geopolitics. Don't get into politics, but but I, but America is allies with a lot of other countries, and yeah, I'll, I'll leave it. At, I'll leave it at that. It doesn't mean that you need to pay attention to it all the time. No, my parents. There are there are there are ignorant people all over this world. There ain't, America is the number one country with a lot of ignorant people. That's what I'm. I'm saying. You can bury your head in the sand and not know what's going on in the world. And I love, um, listen, America is my home, right? Czech is my home too, but my home is where you are. You are in America. Yeah. I'm a resident. So yes, I don't want to shit on America. I do, I do like this country. However, I think other, other people in other countries don't pay as much as much attention to it. Of course not. Of course not. Here's and we were and again, we were I don't di- we were dipping our bad way. No, we were dipping our toes into things we don't normally dip our toes into, and so let's not. What I was gonna say is, until I started dating you, I did not think much about the Czech Republic. But then, all of a sudden, oh, that that person's Czech. Oh, that person's Czech. Oh, there's a Czech flag. Once it comes on your radar, you start seeing it everywhere. Correct. Once you got a Jeep, you started seeing all the Jeeps. I agree. So that's what I was going to say with mom is like, yes, she wasn't thinking about America on a day-to-day basis, 
But then once her son started to date American, an American, she started to see it and, and realize, oh, it's all around me. That's very true. That's the point I was going to make. And then we started to get all. Well, I agree. I was going to say my parents pay attention to what's going on because we are here, right? Yeah. And my dad's sister also lives in the U.S. But I don't think my friends really pay attention to it. Yeah. Again, ignorance is everywhere. True. Okay. Um, Devin, you want to try some of your Korean words? You want to show off a little bit of your Korean? And I felt her pain because I sometimes do it and I felt And I, I felt the letdown that she provided the table because the best party trick I have when I'm in check is a little, uh, uh, like that's my best party trick. But, but my parents love you. My grandma, my babichka loves you. My friends love you. Yes, you because go I dan- cause I danced when you guys said dance, the first time that's not true at all. The first time I came to Lie. check, the first time I came, <laughs> first time I came to check, I was ready to flex. <laughs> oh, rat, velki rat, mali rat. I was doing all of my best check, and I think everyone appreciated that. Oh, he's trying. Of even, course, even people appreciate it, but they don't love you because you try. No, of course. But I'm saying I was playing along and I had fun with it. I, yeah. I'm, I'm in this country. But that's the thing. You have fun with it. If I was in Korea, I would try to speak a little Korean. But here's, again, here's the difference. My parents love you regardless. Everyone loves you. So you trying is just a plus. It's fun. It's entertaining because you're trying something that's very hard. The language is fucking hard. She's there trying to meet them and impress them because he already told her that, well, parents, if they don't like you, that's it. She already heard some things, right? So him telling her dance, monkey dance, well, that's not good. She feels the pressure. It's dance, piggy dance. Well, dance, piggy (laughs) dance. She feels overwhelmed. If if, If I did this to you, if I was taking you to meet my parents. You have. And then said, well, my dad probably hates you. Uh, I don't know if no, my mom will like you. No, no, no. But, no. but here we are. And I said, say, say something in Czech. It was, <laughs> it was super awkward. You had lipstick in your teeth. And I said, speak Czech. Speak Czech. Show them what you've got. You would not like it. You've done, you've done a shade of that, a degree of that. What are you talking about? You've been like, show them your Czech. Show them what you've learned. Come on. Yeah, because it's fun at this point. Exactly. But I've done it from day one. And I, I go along with it. I think it goes a long way. And I'm not giving her shit for not doing it. I'm saying, man, you would have won over some people if you tried. That's all I'm saying. It's a different culture. You would have won over some people if you tried. You would have gotten a standing ovation, not just a round of applause. Well, well, let's <laughs> talk about it. Sister is giving her this weird look, just watching her like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Because she starts crying. Yeah. Kind of out of nowhere, right? Like, it was just too much pressure for her. I think mainly it was she started to feel guilty because what she was picking up was that mom and dad are sad that Nick's going to move to America. And she well, started to feel guilty. What I was picking up on was that mom and dad were okay with him moving to America because apparently he does well wherever he goes. So, yeah, I'll miss him. But I'll be fine if they decide to get married. That's fine. But I get it because he translates for her. And if he says, mom, mom will miss me, she gets sad. Yeah. 
And when Devin started to cry, mom started to backtrack. And I was like, well, no, as a parent, you always worry about your kids, but just call me. Call me once in a while on my birthday. I'll be fine. That's all I need. And dad started to clap. Yes. And mom is like, I support you. I support the love. I'm happy for you. Clapping. And then clapping again. And she, she, mom says, I get why he chooses Devin. I get it. What? The tears worked. The The tears tears worked. The tears worked. Well, that's it, right? So lunch or dinner is over. They all hug. Parents drive them back to the station. And Devin's asking, so so do you think it went well? And Nick is like, let me tell you this. The tears helped. It's funny because before he even said that, in my notes I wrote, the tears worked. And then he said it. And I was like, huh. Here's my thought. Are they going back to Seoul and going to fly to the U.S. because he got his visa approved? Huh. And this was just for her to see where he's from and meeting the parents and getting the approval. I hope like, so. Are we going to see him in the U.S. because this it's is not the day. other Exactly. So this G. is not the other way. But same for Nikki and Justin. Is he going to come back? Nah, because otherwise, why are they on the OG? No, nah, he's not. You see, they're mixing it. They're mixing and matching. Well, this there's a lot of what should be before 90. Oh, before 90, yeah. Justin should be before 90. And they should be before 90, too, unless he's heading to Kentucky. It's only episode six. Yeah, it's only episode six. No, Kentucky. Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, it's only episode six, so. What did you say? What kind of a Kansas? Arkansas? Arkansas. Yeah. You're you? like, you like Arkansas. Oh. <laughs> I'm so basic. <laughs> you're so basic. Yeah. All right. What an episode. Jeez, we're going to. Ooh. What are we, an hour 45, Teresa? What are we doing here? We've been talking for a while, but I love it. What are we doing here? We got Give heated. Me more. We got heated. We almost, flipped the, we almost flipped the table. All right. Wild. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed arguing. We love it. It's Arr- all with love. Arguing. arguing. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Um, if you guys aren't following us on Instagram, please do, at Married Reality Pod. Make sure you guys leave a review if you want some baby foe. If you leave a review, you'll be entered to win... Free baby foot, just leave us a review wherever you're listening. Screenshot is send it to us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod before November 15th. Correct. Also, if you want to hear us talk more, argue more, chat more, laugh more, we're doing it on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash Married Reality, Married Supercast.com. We're talking about the other way. Yes. I think that's going to go for several more weeks. After that, who knows what we'll be talking about? Who knows? We'll keep you updated, though. So that's Instagram, that's Patreon. Also, Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it says hot. Yes, the beautiful review we got from our friend. Now bar. No bar. Thank you so much. And stay safe. Stay safe. You're out there hustling. Two jobs. We love it. We love that we're keeping you company, keeping you entertained. So thank you for the beautiful review. It makes our day. Yes. It's the fuel. It's the wind in our sails. Correct. Thank you now, Bar. Yeah, if you haven't left a review, please do, and it could win you some free baby foot. So there you go. (laughs) All right, I have said too much. I've said too much. You always do. All right, means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.